It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Stucky advances, left side hash mark. Toes on the arc, now down to the baseline. Fires at cross court. George Hill is open and splashes home a three from the right corner. It's locked on Jazz for the 27th of June, a week to prepare for free agency. Where's the Jazz roster stand right now? What does Summer League look like, and what are the hottest rumors that are floating around? It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. You're listening to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. On the Locked On Podcast Network, good conversation between Locked On Bulls and Locked On Celtics about the Jimmy Butler trade rumors and all of that that's taking place. If you want to grab that, Locked On Magic has done a really nice job of covering the big deal that's happened there, and hopefully there'll be new shows to talk about before the week is over. College football fans, Locked On Pac-12 exists uh, for you as well, so make sure you uh, grab that. All right, we got a bunch of stuff coming up on the show. As I mentioned, we'll look at the Jazz roster where it stands. And Tuesday this week, we're going to look at the Western Conference teams, uh, what's coming up in their free agency uh, big moments. We'll do that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We will tier the guards and the wings, and Friday we'll look at the bigs uh, and break all of that down for you as the week goes on. Because uh, Friday is July first when free agency finally will start, but it starts uh, by the time I record Friday morning. Maybe something will have taken place, but you know we're not certainly not sure uh, on that. All right, let's start the program as we always do with our pin across the world. You can send in where you listen to the program from and how you became an NBA or a Jazz fan with your pin across the world by emailing me at dlock09 at gmail.com. By the way, today's program is brought to you by our good friend Devin Cash. He's at it again. we got to love Devin Cash and equity real estate. Devin has been a loyal supporter of Locked on Jazz, and Devin will tell you how you can win two Jazz season tickets when you buy or sell a home with him in just a little bit. Well, actually, I'll tell you, not Devin. Devin may, for one of these days, tell you, but that would mean that you've met Devin and you're hanging out with him. All right, let's go to our pins across the world. This guy's always been a really, really loyal listener to the show. Uh, Pete Bushu. Uh, he is, or Busha, I think, uh, he lives in Murray, Utah, his senior year of college, just a few months after he got married, did a research project on a tiny island in the English channel called Gurnisi. I didn't know a soul there and could have only had access to this internet for a few minutes a day, but I made sure to send a quick note to my wife and downloaded tip off. Or your latest podcast every day. Those podcasts during the 2001 finals helped me through some long, lonely nights and kept me connected to basketball. I've been hooked ever since. Peter's actually one of the more optimistic kind of 
uh, fun fans out there. He's always in a good mood, always always cheering positive things. So uh, there's a, a tip of the hat to our pin across the world. You can send yours in at dlock09 at gmail.com. All right, let's get to the tip-off story of the day. That's where does the Jazz roster sit? What are the decisions that have to be made? Uh, running position by position, you've now got George Hill. Uh, it's not official yet, but when it is, he'll be at eight million dollars. Dante Exum comes in three point seven or uh, three point nine next year, and then you've got the three point guards with the likelihood that one holds, maybe two. So Trey Burke, who I I think will have a good year. I mean, let's Trey has been gotten better everywhere he's been. I think. Um, obviously the Jazz, I think, found out that they couldn't get back in the first round uh, by offering Trey Burke. But if you dig inside Trey's numbers a little bit, uh, I think he'll be a, he'll be a quality player uh, at his next stop. His three-point shooting jumped up. He, he is only at 33% for his career. He's only at 38% for the field. Those are both daunting numbers. But you kind of dig in a little bit better, and you see his field goal percentage uh, he got better kind of taking more shots uh, around the rim. Uh, his mid-range shooting got better. He, his field goal percentage at the rim went from 49 to 53, partially because he, he went a tiny bit less. He just understood when he could make it, when he couldn't. His 3 to 10-foot shooting percentage went from 31 to 39. His 10 to 16-percent shooting percentage went from 41 to 48. That's that's good. 44% on 16 to 33, and then he shot the three better. He just he, he just played a better, smarter, more understanding game uh, than what he's done in the past. Uh, so I think he'll be solid uh, for somebody as a backup, but that's unlikely to be the Jazz. So the first decision the Jazz are going to make is what to do. What, are they carrying three or four point cards? In all likelihood, if they're carrying four point guards, uh, it would close out their roster at 15. What gets interesting is I think if all of us had to make a choice on who's a better player, I think, not certain, that a lot of people would take Shelvin Mack over Howell Neto. Now, Neto's going to be more experienced uh, than he was last year. He went through everything the first year. But here's what gets interesting. Neto makes 900000 next year. Mac makes 2.4. Now, is Mac that much better? Second thing is, not only does Neto only make 900000 next year, he only makes $1 million in 17 18 and the Jazz have a qualifying offer on him the next year at 1.3. So you have three years of cost certainty with, uh, how, with Howell Neto that you did not, don't have with... Shelvin Mack, which makes, I, I think, points the the ledger toward re-signing Neto. Then with Mack, you may re-sign him uh, on July 7th, Max, or guarantee his deal with the intention of trading him. And, you know, I think Mack's good enough. You can improve how good a player he is. He really played well last year that he, he makes rust. He, he ends up. Uh, somebody wants him. Your shooting guard is fairly well set with Hood and Burks, and your small forward is Hayward and Ingles. Now, Ingles get, is interesting as well because I think some people wonder on Ingles, is that the right answer? You know, Joe's a career 37% three-point shooter. He's big, he's versatile, and if he's your fourth wing, 
Boy, that's that's nice. Again, contract. Jazz have done a great job on some of these contracts. So Joe's contract next year is two point one million, and then they have a qualifying offer for two point seven in seventeen eighteen. Uh. So, again, you know we can go play the market and look around and try to figure out who we think is. You know, the free agent you'd want to sign and where you could upgrade for Joe and, and all sorts of things like that. But but I think when you suddenly dig into it and you try to find, you know, what free agent are you going to find that's a big, small forward that can can play that position that's better than Joe Ingles and, and in that ballpark, like Chase Buttinger? Uh-huh. Alan Crabb would be a nice addition. He's probably more of a two than a three. But you're probably paying him $9 million. Last year, Tier 3 made $8 million a year. I have Alan Crabb in Tier 3. If you're increasing everything the way we then that's a $12 million, $13 million contract. And Alan Crabb's probably not coming to Utah to be your fourth wing. So I think Joe, and you had Joe's chemistry issues with Gordon and Dante. I think Joe looks like a good roster spot. Power Forger favors Lyles in question mark. I think you probably have a third power forward. Now this is where Joe, Joel Bowen Boy might have a chance to make the team. Or you're, you're going into free agency to find someone there. But again, maybe it's Trevor Booker. And you look at the free agents, power forwards, Dwight Powell, Jordan Hill, David West, Trevor Booker, Brandon Bass, David Lee. Maybe it's David Lee. It's not a bad veteran presence, been around a lot. Josh Smith, Trevor Booker, I mentioned. Ilya Sova, unlikely to become a free agent now. The tier above him, Sullinger, Dudley, Terrence Jones, Toledovich, Moniunas. There's been some talk at Dudley. That group last year was between 7 and 12 million. Likely 15 to 18 this year. Now Trevor's probably in the next tier down. Trying to add shooting, Jared Dudley gets pretty appealing. Ryan Anderson's tier two. He really would cut into Trey Lyle's minutes. Last year, Tier 2 got between $20 million and the max. And when you look at, you know, Gasol, Nowitzki, Anderson, there's just a lot of money and not a lot of players there. Your centers are Gobert, and then Withy is non-guaranteed at $1 million. I would certainly think we'll re-sign that. And then you're probably adding a fifth center, another center. And who that is, hard to tell in free agency. And what they're going to get paid. And how much you like some of these guys. I've mentioned John Lohr. I'm hearing he's going to get eight, nine million. Tier four last year, which this year is most Bates, Roy Hibbert, Miles, Plumley, Restricted, Amari, Stoudemire, and John Lohr got ten million last year. That would be mean that if you think John Lohr, maybe John Lohr needs to be Tier 5. Tier 4 is a $13, 14000000 million. The insanity of the deals. 
So really, from the free agency standpoint for the Jazz, if you, if you do what I'm talking about, you take Ill Exum and, and one point guard, Hood, Burks, Hayward, Ingles, Favors, Lyles, and one more power forward, Gobert, Withy, and another center, you're at 14. Now, maybe if you don't trade Mac and you keep Neto, you're at 15. Or you're leaving 14 open for, you know, your fifth wing player there. But with Hill and Exum's ability to bounce to the two, you're probably all right. This portion of the program and the entire podcast today is brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Great time right now to get into the marketplace First thing Devin will do for you is, if you already own a house, he'll give you a free market analysis to help you determine your home's value. So you really understand what you're doing, what you're playing with, what your options are. Then the next step is to walk you through the process with no rush, no pressure, and to deal individually with Devin throughout the process. Not dealing with secretaries, receptionists, or coordinators, anything of that nature. He'll even talk basketball with you in between houses, of course. So that's Devin's low-key guy. He's going to help you through the process. He understands it's an exciting yet stressful time and wants to make sure that you have a great experience. Rates are historically low, so it's, it's time to consider it uh, possible. If you're a first-time home buyer, Devin really enjoys working in those circumstances with you. Start to finish, help you understand the process, alleviate the stress, and give you that amazing sensation of owning your first house. And here's the kicker. Two free jazz season tickets when you buy or sell your home with Devin Cash. That's right. Two free jazz season tickets. Call Devin, 801-759-1495. 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. Thanks to Devin Cash and Devin Cash Equity Real Estate for today's sponsorship of Locked On Jazz. Uh, all right, let's go back. Uh, summer league roster, Olivier Hanlon. He's been in town for a little while. Marcus Page, second-round pick. Tyrone Wallace, second-round pick. Bengali Fofana, Tibor Pleiss, Trey Lyles, Quincy Ford out of Northeastern, Joel Ballenboy, and J.J. O'Brien are the nine names that were reported Salt Lake Tribune uh, for summer league for the Jazz. It all kicks off here very soon. They'll start practices and get that rolling. Uh, Gordon, uh, one note I wanted to correct on something I did uh, the other day, and then I want to talk about uh, Hayward, and then we'll uh, jump on the rumors. Uh, I was talking about the extensions. I made a mistake in one way I phrased it on the extensions, thanks to my good friend Nate Duncan uh, for straightening me out on this. So the Jazz can extend favors – that was all accurate. They can use cap space for this year to extend favors. Now, the trick, I said that they could then um, have a 40% decrease in year two. That's not true. Year two, because it is a current year of his contract, would have to be a raise off his new number of year one, which is really probably fine for the Jets. Year three could decrease as much as 40%. And then year four, you increase him back up. The tricky part of this negotiation is that Derek's going to want that fourth-year number to be good enough that he can build off that for his next contract. But right now, Derek has two years left on his deal, and 
the Jazz are paying him 11.5 and 12. You know, the Jazz right now have somewhere in the range of, depending how you look at it, $30 million of cap space. So let's say they use $10 million of it, and they had 20 left over. They could give 10 to him, maybe even 10 to George Hill. Uh, favors are suddenly at 19. You know, then you up him the next year with his raise. He's at 21. And then you decrease him, and I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure you're decreasing favors 40% off of 21 because that would take him all the way down to 13. But let's say you take him to 15, then he goes back to 17. And it's, those are reasonable. I mean, those are good numbers for the Jazz. Favors suddenly instead is talking about a four-year, you know, you're going to put the Jazz walk up to you and offer you four years, $72 million. I made these numbers up. When you have two years, 23 on the board, and even if you max out in 1819 and 1920 at 30, you'd have to max out in those two years at 25 million each to be able to get equal to what the Jazz are offering. Now maybe he thinks he'll get 32, and then he's got to figure out whether that's worth it. So if he really thinks, okay, well, that's fine. I'll max out at 30 on the next two, which is where the new deal is. Then he's, you know, with risk, he's got four years, 83. With no risk, he's got four years, 72. You know, I made all these numbers up. I don't know anything about the negotiation. But that's where you can really have a legitimate conversation with Derek about something you might be able to want to do. George Hills is a little more complicated because George Hills looking in and saying, wait a second, I'm going to get eight seventeen million next year on the open market as a starting point guard in a league. And you're trying to talk to him now and say, well, we'll give you 18 now, and then we'll give you whatever we'll give you the next two years, depending on the Jazz, you know, with Hayward likely being over 30. they got to figure out how much money they have, and Gobert's new deal is going to kick in, uh, I think, in the 17, 18 years. So uh, you might... There's a, there's a reason why you might wait on Gobert and just max him out on the backside. That's a longer conversation. It's what the Spurs did with Kawhi Leonard uh, and for cap purposes. So anyway, that's I think that's important. Gordon Hayward uh, has, has declined the Olympics. I didn't talk about it on Friday. Um, I was texting with him about it. It's You know what? It's, it's a hard decision. Um, it's a really, really hard, hard decision. Uh, his life dream has been to represent the country. He's busted his butt to be ready for it. And then it comes... Right now, at a cost and a risk, and a risk with a pregnant wife. And you can't have your wife come to the Olympics with you. You're going to leave her home. Uh, the illness issues are real. And, you know, I'll share. I, I really would compliment him for being an adult, watching him grow up. I think it's neat. It's hard. Really hard call. Broke his heart to make that call. Uh, but I think it's the right one, I, and, I, and I give a little tip of the hat to him. All right, here are the latest rumors. Uh, Lakers and Wizards are not on Durant's meeting list. Uh, a lot of these rumors can be floated by agents trying to create marketplaces. Remember that. Uh, Jamal Crawford targeted by the Knicks. Um, Jamal Crawford with an interesting tweet, time for a change. Mike Conley being talked around about the Knicks. Memphis is going to have to max him out. That is a tough call. Pistons, Heat, Wizards, and Warriors... All interested in Al Horford. Pistons are interesting. Heat, Wizards, and Warriors. Lakers going to make a big, strong push at Hassan Whiteside. 
Bismack Biombo is going to have a hard time getting back to the Raptors. DeMar DeRozan's planning on no meetings, just the Raptors. And Chandler Parsons has opted out of his contract, wants a max deal. Ty Corbin has joined the Suns staff. And Mike Brown likely to join the Warriors staff as the rumors. All right, that's the latest I've got for you. Honestly, I'm recording this at 11 o'clock at night on Sunday because my daughter's got a golf tournament uh, tomorrow morning and we leave the house at 6, so I didn't want to record at 5.30. So if anything happens overnight, I missed it. Thanks very much to Devin Cash and Devin Cash Equity Real Estate. Call them at 801-759-1495. If you want to advertise on Locked on Jazz, email me at dlock09 at gmail.com. That's dlock 09 at gmail.com and tune in to the other properties on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm David Locke. Have a good day. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.